Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of The Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back again to this week's Lunch Break. I am Joe Newton, one of the co-hosts of The Eternal Entrepreneur. And today I want to talk to you about five little words that will save you time, frustration, productivity, and of course, money. Those words? Well, before before I jump into those, I, I do want to give credit to Robbie McGee with Emergence SBA. Now, Robbie is the one who shared these magical words with me a few years ago in a peer advisory group that he runs. And if you're looking for a mastermind or a peer advisory group, I highly recommend you check out Emergence SBA group. Uh, There is no tie-in with us at the moment. I just wanted to share that with y'all and say thank you to Robbie. All right, I've kept you waiting long enough. What are those words that are going to unlock so much in your business? They are who is doing what by when. Whether it's dealing with a consistent part of your organizational flow, delegating a special one-time internal project, or dealing with outside vendors and contractors, making these five simple words a part of your culture can greatly enhance the effectiveness of your organization. By just starting to ask yourself this question, it can be the first step in bringing order to the chaos or clarity in expectations. This can be true even if you're a solo entrepreneur or you have a large team in your company. However, in order to get the best results from developing this principle within your organization, there are a few things we need to consider in regards to the who, the what, and the when. And the first one to note is that the order of these words, it's not random. It's definitely intentional that it starts with the who. And we have seen that many times the greatest hindrance to execution, it comes in the following order. Number one, the wrong who. Number two, an unclear what. And number three, an unrealistic when. Let's dive a little deeper into these three and get a clear picture of what to consider when choosing the right who, what, and when. I'm going to give an example as I go through each of these characteristics of hiring or assigning a salesperson to make outbound calls, just so that we can give a few examples as we go through each one of these. Okay, characteristics of the who. You want to have the right strengths, the right knowledge, and the right tools. For the right strengths, for our example of a salesperson, this could be someone who has a great personality, they can take rejection well, they're driven, and they're a wonderful communicator. Now the right knowledge, also think level of development, this could be that they have a knowledge of something as simple as your sales process. If this is someone who's brand new to your company and doesn't know that on a sales call you want to make sure you identify the key leading motivation of the person they're talking to, as well as then getting a clear idea of their budget before then going and setting an in-person appointment, that's probably not the person that you want on the call just because they don't have a knowledge of what your process is. Or if they don't have a clear idea of what the product is you sell, they're not going to be able to articulate that to the person they're talking to. 
Now, the third one is the right tools. And this can be something as simple as they have a phone to make calls with, they have access to the customer relation management software, or if they're going in person, that they have a car to get there. Okay, so again, for the characteristics of choosing the right who, it's the right strengths, the right knowledge, and the right tools. Now, the characteristics of the what. The what needs to have a clear outcomes, clear objective, and clear resources. When we think clear outcomes, you can also connect that with deliverables. For our example of a salesperson, this might be the number of outbound calls made or the conversations had. And with the clear objective, this can be the purpose of the what. Now, the purpose of making these calls is for him to set in-person appointments. So he needs to make X number of calls, have X number of conversations, and set X number of appointments. And again, the resources, you could also think for a lot of things, this could be something like a, a budget. Does he have the budget? Or do you have the budget in the company for the CRM, for the phone? Or does the salesperson have the right budget or a stipend for purchasing coffee or dinners once he makes those in-person appointments. All right, the final, the characteristics of a win. The win is having a clear due date. So you want to have a clear delivery or due date, a clear progress updates. Think of the old saying, inspect what you expect. And if you need it, a clear change of delivery dates. Now let's go through each of these with our example of a salesperson, a clear delivery date. Now, if he needs to make X number of calls in the morning, he might do that by 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. So every morning by 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, he is going to have made 20 outbound calls, had 10 conversations and set five appointments. Now the progress updates, this could be by noon every day, he's going to have entered that data into the system so that you now, being his boss, can inspect what you're expecting of him. If you expect that he's gonna make 20 calls, you need to be able to see that that's logged, that, okay, yep, today he made 20 calls, he set 10, or what was it? He, oh, that's right, he had five conversations, or 10 conversations, and he set five appointments. You guys get it, right? Okay, the change of delivery date. For our example, this might be something like, hey, on Wednesday, he has a dentist appointment. So if there is a dentist appointment in the mornings, then the change of date is going to be like 1 p.m., he will have made all of his phone calls, and by 3 p.m., he will have entered that into the systems. The, again, the change date is just if something happens and we need to change the delivery date, how or when will that be delivered or changed to? Okay, characteristics of a win. We've got the delivery date, the progress updates, and the change of delivery date. Now that we have the basics of the who, the what, and the when, and we know what characteristics go into each of those, how do we start applying this? One thing to remember is, is that this is not an event. This needs to become part of your culture. It's a process. This is making it into a habit and starting to think in a new way by always asking yourself and your team who is doing what by when. Okay, 
This week, let's take action. How are we going to do that? I want you to think of one systematic process and one project within your organization that could be improved if you had a clarified execution path. And I want you to write them down real quick. The difference between a project and a process, just so those of you who are asking, a process, when I say that, in this context, is any set of actions that are consistently repeated within your business. So anything you're doing more than once consistently is a process. A project, think of this more as a task or an assignment that is out of the normal scope of your main systems and processes. It's a one-off, a rarity, it's the exception, not the rule. Okay, again, think of one process and one project that you think could benefit from a bit of clarification. Now, write them down, and below each, write the numbers one, two, and three. And do this for both the process and the project or the task. And when you're done writing these down, take a moment to reflect and go through, and next to number one, ask yourself, who should it be assigned to? And write that person's name down. Even if it's you, write it down. And next to the number two, write, what is the assignment? And write that down. And you probably guessed it, next to the number three, write, when does this happen? Or when does this need to happen by? Now, now that you've done that through both of your process and your project, I want you to take a minute and, and ask yourself, how is going through this process? Was it beneficial? Was it helpful? Did it bring any clarity or even bring up any new questions that it might be good to start asking yourself when committing to these processes or these projects in the future? Okay. We're going to start talking a lot more about systems and processes in the future, but I hope this was an easy first step that you can just start taking. And even if you're not able to dig in deep and go into all the characteristics of the who, the what, the when, just start asking yourself, even in your head, as you're going throughout your work week, who is doing what by when? Anytime you're assigning a new process or a new project, who is doing what by when? And asking and answering those questions are going to bring a lot of clarity to your business. Okay, hope that was helpful. Can't wait to connect with you again next week. Have an amazing week. We'll see you next time on The Lunch Break. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a five-star review and share this with a friend. It would help us out tremendously. Also, if you'd like to stay in touch and get a free copy of the first chapter of Pierce's new book, Calling, How to Partner with God in Any Business with Any Boss at Any Place in Life, then click on the link in the show notes to sign up for our weekly email or visit piercebrantley.co slash podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.